Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue in the 10th parak of Mishnah is Trumos, Perak Zion. Perak, you excuse me, Mishnah Zion and Mishnah Ches, 7 and 8. And we are continuing in when you have mixtures. Now, unlike the previous cases, this is a mixture where it's kavosh. Kavosh is pickling. And when there's pickling, we actually say, even in areas of Hilta Shabbos, kavosh kumavoshal. When you pickle something together, it, it definitely transfers flavor. And so much so that it can be considered even like it's cooked. How long does it have to be in there for? So in order for kavosh kumavoshal, so when it's something like a brine, we assume as long as it takes for the thing to normally cook in hot in hot on fire, that's how long it takes to cook when it's kavosh, when it's pickled. If you have chulen olives or pickled truma olives. So what's the halacha? Do we assume that the chulen olives are going to take on the flavor of the truma olives? Let's see. It depends on the case. If you've crushed chulen olives and crushed truma olives, crushed chulen olives with whole truma olives, again, all being pickled together, or even if the crushed olives were in water that was previously used for truma olives, as, as in the brine of truma, of truma, also in all these cases prohibited, we're going to assume that the flavor of the truma is going to end up entering and permeating the crushed olives of chulen. But if the olives are whole, in Putsui Truma with crushed olives of Truma, mutter, then a non coin can partake in them because we assume the whole olives are not going to absorb the flavor. They have to be cut and a little bit crushed in order to absorb the flavor. Once we start talking about the laws of pickling things together, let's move over to the realm of Hilchas Kashris. Dog tummy Shakovshim Dog Tar. Let's say a person has a big barrel, and in this barrel they have brine, and they throw in a fish that's kosher and a non kosher fish. So what is the halacha? At what point do we say the brine of the non-kosher fish, even if the brine, if most of the brine is kosher, but there's brine of non-kosher fish, which is very sharp, at what point do we say that's going to enter into the kosher fish, the non-kosher fish is going to enter into the kosher fish, in Aser, all of it, make it all tray from that non-kosher? Kol grav shum If you have a barrel the whole two saw of brine saw as a measurement, then, so he's going to give a Mishnaic uh, measurement, which essentially is if the non-kosher fish in the barrel weighs 10 Judean Zuz, which is the equivalent of 5 uh, Galilean Slaim, then we assume the... Um, and then we assume Tzir also all the brine is going to be prohibited. That's a very, very uh, small amount, even and it comes out to effectively a ratio of 960 to 1. Because the brine is so pungent, so sharp, 960 to 1, that then we assume it's Aser. Rehuda's a little more makeup. Rehuda Omer, no, Revius was designed not 960 to 1, but rather 120, uh, 192 to 1. Revius of non-kosher fish in a barrel containing two saw of brine of kosher is going to Aser it. But less than that of non-kosher brine, it will be permitted. And the third time, it's more, so lean, it's more lean than the regular Shishim. The regular 60 says, Rehuda Omer, the brine is prohibited only if the non-kosher brine is one sixtieth of all the brine. The reason why it's more makel even by than treif is be, and then other areas is because you're gonna say the brine isn't actually coming from the fish, rather it's the zeya, like the sweat of the fish. It's not the main part. This is what's coming out of it, and therefore, since it's not part of the actual fish, we can be even more makel than one in one sixty. I wish you all a wonderful day.